Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. I'm Zach. And I'm Darcy. Did you know that pornography doesn't have to destroy you or your marriage? We're the parents of eight active members of the Church of Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints, and we love to help people just like you. We're here to share hope and healing as we take you through our journey and the journeys of our amazing clients to greater joy and love. Come grow with us to a happier, more meaningful life. Welcome Welcome to to the the Self Mastery Podcast. Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. What a cool weekend I had. So last week we did the For Strength of Youth pamphlet uh, discussion. We talked about a couple of things that I thought were really neat and I was really pleased about. And then this week, as Darcy and I were up in Salt Lake, we were having dinner at at a steakhouse. And as we got up to leave, the people in the booth next to us stopped us. They were like, hey, uh, we're totally ashamed to admit this, but we've been listening to your conversation. (laughs) And as Darcy and I often do, we talk about about how difficult it can be for young people to stay in the church and how we, if we live particularly in a principled way and if we teach based on principles rather than teaching rules for outcomes— one of my favorite phrases is Joseph Smith said, or one of the favorite, my favorite things to say is that Joseph Smith uh, didn't say that we teach people rules so that we can get the appropriate outcomes. He, he said, we teach people correct principles and they govern themselves. So Darcy and I were talking with some friends, uh, some life coach friends uh, that we had gone up to see over the weekend. We were talking to them about all of the things that we talk about in our you know, in our conversations with our kids and we try to bring up in our, in our ward and, and how, you know, it sometimes is difficult in part for people to stay in the church, I believe, because when they have been taught rule after rule after rule after rule, and then those rules start to fail them because they don't fit in every scenario and every different type of uh, place in our lives, that they start to question whether or not the entirety of the church is true, because if this isn't right, and then, then there's this domino effect. And it was really neat because this couple that stopped us, uh, one of them is on the general board for young women's. The wife is on the general board for young women's, and I'm not going to name her because I, I didn't get her permission to, to give her name or share this story about her in particular, but... It was really neat to hear her talk about the process that she had been going through for the last five years. Apparently, this has been a five-year process, and I'm sure some of you people know this. I didn't know this, but it's been a five-year process of changing the For Strength of Youth pamphlet to reflect exactly the types of things that Darcy and I had been talking about for, you know, and and we've only been talking about them for three or four years, maybe. But this woman uh, who's on the, on the Young Women's Board, you know, she was kind enough to share with her the process or share with us the process and share with us her thoughts on, on our conversation because we'd, we'd been talking to, 
you know, our friends who were a generation older than us. And it was, for her, it was like, yes, this is exactly what we were trying to get to. Principles, not rules. Living the gospel based on how you can work out your own salvation before the Lord with fear and trembling and not make it into, not make it into, well, if you do all of these things, then everything will turn out right. And I think that that has been somewhat of a, a problematic messaging that we've heard. And I'm so grateful for this conversation that really, I'll be honest with you, it really warmed my heart and it really made me feel like, yes, someone, someone is listening. They're not necessarily listening to me. I fully recognize that. But someone is listening and they are working to move us in a direction that is more helpful. And I think, especially around pornography, this is the same kind of work that we're doing. We, we try to bring a principled approach to the conversation. I have tried desperately not to make it about how, you know, telling you how bad porn is because while pornography isn't necessarily a good thing, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't have a good argument personally for pornography being good. And so for me, it is not morally the kind of person that I want to be. I know there are people out there that would make that argument and I'm just not one of them. But I'm also fully cognizant that none of the people who listen to this podcast are full on like, yeah, I I like porn and porn is good. Partly because we already know that it's not who we want to be. But if I can just teach you the principles, the skills and the tools that you need to leave pornography behind, I don't have to tell you how bad it is. And I hope that that's the conversation. The next conversation that we get to change around pornography is can we live a principled life making sure that we are the person that we want to be fully when we're alone with ourselves and in public, the same person, so that we're an integrated person instead of two separate people or two different people when we're alone versus when we're out with other people. So that was a really cool experience because she, uh, this, uh, this sister, she really confirmed for Darcy and I that we're on the right track. Um, and, I don't know if anybody else has ever had an experience like that, but it was just really heartwarming to me because I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I had reached out to some local leadership and I'd said, hey, Darcy and I, this is exactly what we were talking about a year ago when we came in and visited with you. And we would love to present this at a youth standards night. This is, this is right up our alley. We would love to present the new For Strength of Youth pamphlet. And unfortunately, we were met with complete silence. So I, I fully, I'm grateful for the, for the blessings of, of that meeting. And I'm grateful for the confirmation that even though I'm not yet able to share locally, a lot of the things that I talk about, that there are people who, who are on this same page, even all the way on up to the tops of the, to to the tops of the church um, hierarchy. So with that said, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> There's nothing else to say about that, uh, but it was just a neat experience for Darcy and I. But tonight I want to talk about how we justify and how that can lead to porn. Uh, one of my clients actually sent me a message. Um, it's been a couple weeks ago. We went to another life coach retreat. It's like we're always just hanging out with life coaches all the time, which is not true. It's just been in these last couple of weeks. And I thought it was pretty common 
that this happens with people, and I thought it was an interesting story, so I thought I'd share it with you. And he was talking about how he had become bored while he was studying, and the thought crossed his mind to Google something, and that he could tell at the time that it was basically a distraction from what he would ideally choose. And he just wanted kind of a little, this is what he said, he, he just wanted a little high, just wanted to kill time with something interesting, and that was his description of it. And then he said, I just wanted something more subtle. And then he moved on from there, and he Googled out of curiosity, do people walk around naked at home? So he asked me, so this was kind of the process that led him down the path towards pornography, choosing pornography for himself. And he asked me, is there anything that I can do, even when my brain is being subtle, is there any tool that I can use to catch myself? Now, (laughs) he knows that the first thing I'm going to do is say to him, hey, have you checked out the truth, the justification, and the lie? Because that's one of the things that kind of gives you an, uh, a sense of what it is that your brain is doing. And I've talked about that on the podcast before, and I just, I'll, you know, you can go back and listen to those. But what I wanted to kind of get towards him, well, then he said, is there anything that I can do to get rid of this right away? That's really what the question was. And I think a lot of people are in that very same space, right? Is there anything that I can do to get rid of this right away? One of the things I do with my individual coaching in the, you know, the deep dive that we do is we talk about, you know, what's going on in your brain, in your mind in the 30 or so minutes before you choose pornography. For this client, his brain is being very subtle as it offers him something that will be highly appealing in the moment. What's happening for him in that moment is that his habit-running part of the brain has received a cue. So we all get cues every day, all day in our lives. They're, you know, they're simple. Uh, they're often consistent day in and day out. One of the most common cues that I think every single person deals with is boredom. Our brain is like, well, there's nothing to do. That cue, that I am bored cue... And I don't know that anybody ever thinks about it out loud like that. It's not like you would say, oh, yes, I am bored. Maybe you would. Sometimes people do. But it's not necessarily that pronounced. It's just this feeling that you get. So that's a cue. You have this cue of being bored. And that subtly begins a response process in the brain in order to create a highly appealing reward. And so every habit has a cue, response, reward. That's, that's the basic tenets of every single habit. Cue, response, reward. One of the keys that this client, and really anyone who is working to eliminate a pornography habit from their life has to do is create and practice new ways to respond to the cues. Because you never, you can't get rid of the cues entirely. They, they will exist. And you can't really have this constant vigilance like, oh, I have to always be aware of this because if you have that, that, that constant vigilance, as I've talked about before on the podcast, that'll wear you down over time. So instead of having constant vigilance, when we get a specific set of cues that we're certain we're going to get again, if we create a regular way of responding to them, a new habit, we're going to be much more effective. Now, I know that sounds probably... <laughs> oversimplistic, even if it is true. 
And those of us, you know, those who join my membership and those who get individual coaching with me work on some very specific techniques to retrain their brains to respond to the cues that that we all receive in order to avoid the rabbit hole altogether in the long run. Because we're not just in the moment dealing with the cue in the moment uh, that says, hey, let's go look at pornography. But we're also dealing with third, fourth, and fifth cue ahead of that cue. So we're dealing with cues even before we get to that point that, oh, I'm choosing pornography. We're looking at cue, you know, a cue five minutes before. We're looking at a cue ten minutes before, which all kind of funnel us down, if you will, like a like a, a cattle shoot, right? That's what we're doing in in individual coaching. That's what we're doing in in the membership. Before we change our habits, we have to, however, be able to recognize when our brain is being subtle. And we have to start identifying where we are playing into its desire to feel good now rather than to deal with what's uncomfortable. And there are a number of ways that you can deal with this. The th- I think the simplest one is to just start asking questions. And, I, you know, what are the questions that you might ask to help your brain decipher between the wholesome passing of time and the start of the rabbit hole? And this is this is really important because, yeah, you're going to have curiosity. You know, you're going to think things like, what co- you know, what what's the color of the nineteen? You know, what's the best color of a nineteen seventy one Mustang? Yeah, that's curiosity. That's passing the time, and then you're also going to have questions, just like my client did. And it's really important to ask these questions with the same curiosity that you're bringing to the questions that are pulling you away from your values. So I've got four questions I want to offer you. And what I would suggest for you is if you want to try this out, it's a great opportunity to create a new way of just approaching any thought that your brain offers you. And the more often you can practice this and the more days in a row you can practice it. So it doesn't always have to be every day in a row, but it really has to be the more often that you practice it. Over, the, over a period of time. So let's say 90 days. If you practice it once a day for 90 days, that's a great way to start. But if you will just ask these four questions, it's going to give you a significant leg up on whenever your brain offers you pornography or anything that might take you away from your values. These will start to become habitual ways of addressing them. So let's start with this. Is what I'm currently doing on the internet something that I would be comfortable and confident doing when I'm at my best and living my values? So, you know, oftentimes I get clients who are like, well, just think of me, or their wives are like, well, why don't you just think of me, or why don't you just call me, or why don't you just uh, reach out to your sponsor, or why don't you just reach out to the bishop? A lot of what we have done in in talking about that and a lot of what we've done in 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 couching it in those terms is why don't you just admit that you can't think about what's going on for you and deal with it yourself so there's a component of shame there's a component of uh, possibly weakness there's a component of i don't want to be out of control to the point where someone else has to manage me so all of these questions are directed internally None of them are directed externally. Directing them internally makes it about what do I actually want? Who do I actually want to be? And how do I actually want to live my values? 
So is what I'm currently doing on the internet something that I would be comfortable and confident doing when I'm at my best and living my values? I'd just be curious about it. You know, you take that question that my client asked, who is an Orthodox man living in New York. He said, do people walk around naked in their own homes? If that question is genuinely a curiosity to you, and it's not going to lead you, it's not designed to lead you down the path away from your values, then the answer to this question is what I'm currently doing on the internet, something that I would be comfortable with and confident doing when I'm at my best and living my values, then maybe the answer to the question, that question is, yeah, I, I'm comfortable with this and I'm confident with it. If the answer is, oh, I don't know if I would, we may want to ask another question. So here's another question that you want to add to your repertoire. If I were to ask myself on my best day, considering my current relationship with pornography, would I encourage myself to search away on this topic? So do people walk around naked in their homes? Or would I be able to see that I might be approaching a line of what I would feel is contrary to my values? Okay? And here we are. We're just stacking up. All we're doing is stacking up information. We're, not, we're, we're working to not bring any judgment into this conversation. And all we're doing is talking with our own brain. So the answers that we give, they're only internal. They're only for us. They're only about who we want to be. And this is really kind of trying to flesh out, am I the person that I tell people I am? Am I the person that people who I love actually know? So am I the same person that when I'm alone as I am with the people that I'm when I, who love me? And, it, and it's 100% just for me. That's it. So on my best day, considering my current relationship with pornography, would I encourage myself to search for this? Or am I becoming contrary or moving contrary to my values? Okay. The next question I would offer you is, if I look into my past, have there been similar instances like this that have led me down a path that I am wanting to stay off of? This is such a great question. Because so many of you, and I... And I I know this from my own personal experience. So many of us, those of us who have struggled with pornography, we kind of do the same things over and over again. We do, we, the, our brain offers us the same stories because it knows that story will work. So being aware of, oh, the, you know, I know this story. I've heard this story before. And this story does not fulfill my value structure the way that I would want it to. So just being clear, I've heard this story before, and asking yourself, if I look into my past, have there been similar times when my brain has offered me stories like this that have led me down a path that I know I want to stay off? And again, being curious. I'm probably not conveying curiosity very well in my voice, but being as curious as you can while you think about these questions gives you a path to just compile information, compile a process wherein you can make the most informed decision instead of just reacting through a response process that you have built into a habit based on whatever cue you've, you've received in the past. Okay, last question I'm going to offer you, and I hope this is a group, uh, I hope you, what you do with these is that you take them and you just kind of write them down. And then anytime your brain offers you anything, even if it's a good thing, you just use these questions 
to determine whether or not it's really something that you want to continue doing. If I were on, a, on the outside looking in, would I be comfortable with the person I'm currently being? And again, this is tough to do, but if you can do this from a position of curiosity rather than judgment, you're going to succeed at finding the answers in a clear and concise way so as to be able to choose based on who you really want to be, based on your ideal values, based on really, at the end of the day, becoming someone who never looks at pornography again, not because you're constantly vigilant or you're using willpower or you're highly motivated to leave it behind, but because it's not who you want to be. All right, my friends, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to review the podcast. That would help me immensely if you do that on Apple iTunes. If you have two seconds, just click, you know, here's my review button, and off you go. It would help me immensely. It would help people who need to hear this message find it more easily. And I know I told you guys that we're going to have an announcement, and it's going to be next week, and I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited about the change that, that's coming. I hope you guys are looking forward to it. You're like, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what it is yet. I hope it's going to be good for you, and I hope it's going to be good for anybody who needs this work. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Every day, Darcy and I work with amazing men and women to remove pornography from their lives and relationships. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey, let us help you. Sign up for a consult at zackspafford.com slash work with me, and you can set up some time for you or your spouse to meet with me or with Darcy, and we can help you get started on your self-mastery journey. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills That Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link. And if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.